0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Man and the Mirror with Hezekiah L. Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. Tonight we have a special guest, Pastor Larry Watkins. I met Pastor Watkins last year at a man of conference held by our dear friend Deacon Thomas Farr. He was one of the guest speakers and I loved his what he talked he was talking about. So I definitely said that we have to have him on this show, but before we go on, I'm actually going to start off with prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for lying down, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uprising, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the wind, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the rain. We thank you, Lord, for the sunshine, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for everything you have done in our lives, Lord. Continue to bless those who listen to man in the mirror and bless those who, you know, want to listen, Lord, but don't get a chance, Lord. Help them know that they can go, you know, listen to it on demand, Lord. Help Bless this ministry in a mighty and a special way, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all the guests that have been coming on, Lord. We especially thank you, Lord, for tonight's guest, as he's going to enrich us with his wisdom, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done and are going to do, Lord. Um, continue to bless our co-hosts in a mighty way, Lord. Bless our family. Bless our friends, Lord. And, Lord, as we do this show tonight, let it be one that's glorifying you. We will never give You ever give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. And Pastor Watkins, I just want to say welcome to the show.
1: Brother Hezekiah, thank you so much. Sister Michelle, thank you for having me. I'm honored
0: to be here. Excellent. And and one thing I want to tell the folks that you're going to learn, again, what it means to be slow walked by the devil. When I heard, I'm like, okay, what was he talking about? And I remember being at the Man Up Conference, I had a little 15-minute interview about that. So if you guys ever want to go back on, you actually get a chance to, you know, hear that um, episode. And as always, before we get started, if you have a question or comment, please um, press number one on your phone, and you'll be put in our queue um, so we can actually call you when it's time for questions and a little bit about Pastor Watkins. Pastor Larry Watkins is the pastor of Salt and Light Ministries. Salt and Light Ministries is a progressive ministry that works outside the walls of a traditional church. The ministry covers people that may have issues with traditional churches due to church hurt, Mm, been there, or bad ministry experiences, been there too. Pastor Larry covers prayers for and counsels his members to get them to the point they are ready to join a regular ministry. Pastor was born in the nation's capital and grew up in the suburbs of the city. He was educated in the Prince George's County school system and attended Prince George's Community College. Pastor Larry entered the ministry at the young age of 15 and has been preaching and ministering for more than 30 years. Wow. Pastor Larry has been married to his beautiful wife, Shahada. How do you pronounce that? I'm sorry, Pastor. Shahada. Shahada. Okay, (laughs) I was right, for five years. He is the proud father of six girls and has seven grandchildren. And with that said, I'm going to actually introduce to you guys Pastor Larry Watkins, and, and Pastor, the theme tonight um, and theme for this month is men of stature, men that are standing tall for the word of God, and I know you have a love, as I you know read through some of your more of your stuff, you have a love for men, and a love to minister to the men of God and the men in your community to help the men out, and God gave me this for this month to, you know, bring out men of stature. Last week we had a man of stature. This week we have one, and we have a great one for the end of the month. So your question, and I know Nichelle is trying to figure out what is she talking about, you know, being slow walked by the devil. Give us a little more about your background, and then we're going to go straight into the topic. Of You know, talk to us about, you know, as you did at the Man of Conference, about being slow walked by the devil and how he slow walks us.
1: Sure. Um, again, my name is Pastor Larry Watkins. I've been in ministry for over thirty years, uh, and in, in, even in being in ministry for over thirty years, at the age, starting at the age of fifteen, um, there were there were times in my life when my father wasn't around, and and there really were no men um, there for me to be examples of. There were men there, but they weren't really willing and able to offer themselves as examples. It wasn't until I met a man that was able to tell me who I was and what I was able of becoming uh, that I was able to understand that it wasn't about being a good creature. It wasn't about being a good father. It wasn't about being a good teacher, but it was about being a good man, and that's what I strive to be, and that's what I have strive to do through men's ministry. That being said, um, when we talk about being slow-walked by the devil...
0: Well, we actually lost our pastor, but he will be back on... Um, he will be back on because it was about to about to get juicy. I do apologize for that, but I know he will be calling back in. I'm actually communicating him right now. Uh, there he is. The devil is busy tonight, but that's okay. You're back it's with okay. us.
2: It's gonna be good then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As I was about to say before we got cut off, we were talking about being slow walked to the devil by the devil. And what does that mean? Well, it means that um, the devil has uh, tactics, he has a method, and he has a plan that is going to get you to the point where uh, not that he kills you, because if he was to kill you or to take your life, he would make you a martyr. But his object or his plan is to make you useless and make you to get you to the point where people will no longer listen to you or your word does not apply. He cannot come out blatantly and say, "Okay, we're going to trip you up with this," but he slow walks you to a point where he makes you makes it easy for you to fall. Hence being slow walked by the
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. Amen. Now that's good. Now give us examples cuz I know my listeners audience wants to know, okay, he's telling us this, but give us examples because we need examples so people understand, okay, I hear what you're saying, but give us an example. You can give us um, biblical examples or you can give us worldly examples.
1: Well, the first example that I'll give is that um, whatever the enemy wants to trip you up, it's always going to be something that plays into your ego or it's going to be something that you like. Um, what do I mean by that? It's always going to be something like you, that you like. The devil can't tempt you with something that you don't like. Uh, if, if you like mm-hmm. steak, uh, putting um, liver down in front of me is not going to tempt me. Uh, it's mm-hmm. always going to be something you like. It's always going to be something that's going to play into your ego. Uh, we are always tested by those things that come naturally to us, that are natural reactions. He's always going to tempt you with something that's going to cause a natural reaction or make it something that you have to have or have to like. The devil plays to your sensual side, not to your spiritual side, but to your sensual side, to those things that uh, are are, are welcome to the body. Um, It's always going to be, um, um, like I said, something that plays into your pride. The enemy wants to slow walk. He wants to make a mistake. He's waiting for you to lower your guard so that he can um, and drop your standards so that he can make you trip up. The one thing that everybody says that's about there when they're about to fall is that'll never happen to me. Mm-hmm. And when you say that statement that it'll never happen to me, please know that you are primed for, for the enemy to trip you up because now he's gotten you to the point where your pride has taken hold and you realize and start believing that you're stronger than you think you are. When the enemy reaches that point, he's now ready to trip you up. The Bible says in Luke 4, 13, he says that um, now when the devil had ended his temptation with Jesus, he left him for a more opportune time. There is a place when all of these things come together, and when they do, the devil is now slow-walking you to a place where you'll be useless and trip up.
0: Pastor, I want you to say that one more time because a lot of people didn't, and I've actually told people that, but a lot of people missed that part, that, you know, I want you to say that one more time, that the devil left him.
1: Yeah, the scripture says that he left him for a more opportune time, meaning that he was wise enough to realize that at the point where he was with Jesus, Jesus was too strong for him to deal with. But he knew that there would be a time coming where all the circumstances would come together, that there would be a more opportune time for him to attack and that that time would be coming. So he left him for a more opportune time. There's a time in your life where the devil knows you're going to be weak. There's a time in your life where the devil knows that if he brings you the right thing at the right time in the right moment, that you'll say yes to it. And it all takes a matter of just slow walking you to that point.
2: Yeah, I really I really really love how you're putting this in and for me it's it's the words that you're using because this is this is nothing that we haven't heard before. This this is in the word and we've heard it. We've heard it multiple times, but I love the words that you're using because it's really Bringing home what the point is, because a lot of people do not realize, and I, you know, even me in my personal walk, didn't realize at first that it's it's not just uh, an out and out attack, and it's just so obvious, and you know, it you can resist it. It it is it is a slow process where he steady tapping tapping, tapping in the same spot until, you know, you break because he just keeps at it. He's very persistent, very persistent, and and he is patient, and he will keep at us until um, unless, you know, we stay in the Word, we stay prayed up, and we stay before God where we can resist, then, you know, he's going to eventually He's going to get to us enough that that we break and that we do what it is he's been after us to do and and I don't think people realize that and so I really love this slow walking you know idea of slow walking us to this I I just I love that.
0: And let's um and then piggyback off what both of you said we cannot forget that um. He, let's back up. He said that pride. That's the one thing he did say is, I will never, that will never happen to me. How many of us with a raise of hands or those who are tuning in tonight have ever said that I will never do that, that will never happen to me? You know, my hand is way up in the air right now because I've been there and I've done that or the Mm T-shirt, made the T-shirt. I had that. That was in my book, you know, those things, that pride. When that pride gets into us or we think we're perfect or we're trying to be perfect and we say, oh, I'll never do that, you know, oh, that will never happen to me, those are the key words that open you up. And just like Pastor Watkins said, that will open you up for a whole can of things just, you know, just for the devil to say, aha, that's his cue. But we definitely have to be careful of those words right there, that that will never happen to me or I would never do that, because that when that pride, the Bible says pride leads to a downfall. And when we when that pride is brought up in man slash woman, we definitely have to be careful. And again, if you harp on what um, Pastor Watkins said, he did say, you know, Satan knew how far he can go with Christ when he was, you know, Christ that was, you know, fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And every time that Christ, you know, the devil tempted him, he came back with scripture. And that's, again, what Nichelle was saying If we, you know, and Pastor Watkins, if we're in that word, when the devil comes, he said, okay, I didn't win this battle, but the war's not over yet. I will return. What do you think, Pastor Watkins?
1: I, exactly. You know, it, his tactics are subtle. His tactics are, are, are um, covert. They're not overt. You know, if I was to walk you up, walk up and 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 throw a punch, then you're ready to fight and defend yourself. And that's not something that you're going to fall into. But if I bait you into something, if 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 I, if if I get you to lower your guard, and then I sucker punch you then I've won the fight because you have no comeback. His tactics are subtle. Let me explain what I mean. I had a good friend of mine um, that was, uh, he had been in his marriage for a few years, and he, um, at this time, he he and his wife were having some trouble. He had come home from a long day. He had worked a a 12-hour shift, so he was tired. He came home, and, and there was nobody home, and there was no dinner cooked. So when he came in, he was frustrated because he had worked a long day, he's tired, and then there's no dinner in the house. So now he begins to to prepare dinner, and as he prepares, getting ready to prepare dinner, he's frustrated because he can't find the things in in the house that he needs to prepare his dinner because his wife had moved things around. As he's preparing dinner, dealing with his frustration, dealing with his tiredness, his wife comes in and begins to start an argument. Well, he's already tired, he's already angry, he's already frustrated. And as he begins to start, as she argues with him, he's trying his best to say, you know what, I'm tired, let's not do this. And she continues to, to argue with him, and at the moment that he gives in to that thing that, like I said, it always comes natural, that natural reaction, he pushes her, and as he pushes her, his children walk through the door. They see him put wow. him and now and he a restraining order filed against him. So what would attack you? He was already tired. He had already come into a situation where what he was expected to find at home was not there, so there's frustration. He was looking for the things now that he has to cook for himself. Now he's looking for the stuff, and the stuff is not there, greater frustration. And then you start an argument, and even one on his best day, Can say, okay, I can deal with an argument. But when I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm hungry, and you want to argue, and you want to argue and argue some more, then whatever comes natural, my anger takes over, whatever comes natural, and I react. And that moment of reaction is always going to be an audience to see you mess up because now he's made you useless. Uh, Yes, I I love that part
2: too when you were saying that because – um, man, this, this is just really, really good because yeah, I don't think I don't think we realize just how much damage we do when we give in to like you were calling them those natural reactions because our, our faith and our spiritual life is supernatural. That's in the spiritual realm. So when we give into the natural reactions to things. You know, and and it is like the, there will be an audience that's right there, just right there to be able to watch the meltdown, because that that's you know that's how he does it. That's how he does it best. Because if it's just if it's just you and and say even even one other person, that's bad enough. But it always does. It seems to be an audience, and I just so agree with what you're saying. And you know, he just uses that to make our whole ministry, to make our testimony, to make it become worthless because even though we are professing one thing, people are witnessing something else. So I, I love
0: that. Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> I love it too because, again, I've been in that situation. you got to be careful because it was a step-by-step process. First, the man was tired, worked 12 hours. People, you know, we all work every day. We are tired when we get home. Dinner wasn't ready, so he started doing dinner, everything. He couldn't find everything. And he basically, in his mind, I'm just going, I'm a man, and I'll be honest, and I'm a man, I'm going to say, oh, I'll come home, dinner not ready, so I'm already mad. And then, you know, I have to make dinner. I'm not used to making dinner because you know where everything is at, And then now I'm frustrated, and I'm getting more frustrated, and then you come in and want to start an argument. The argument comes in, so it's like a time bomb. Tick, tick, tick. And as soon as that time bomb exploded, at the time of the explosion, the kids walked in. And so, you know, that, that was a slow walk. It didn't start off like that, but it was a slow walk. And I want to mention we are listening live with the man with man in the mirror with your host Hezekiah L. Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson. Um, we are talking. Um, this is Men of Stature Month, and we're talking having a live interview with Pastor Larry Watkins of Salt. I'm going to get this wrong, Pastor. Help me out. Help a brother out. Of Salt, Salt and Light please. Ministries, Dick. Of Salt and Light Ministries and uh. Uh, talk tonight is being slow walked by the devil. Um, we, you know, um, I'm gonna throw something out there, Pastor. Oh, I'm sorry. If you want to call in, you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one, or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com dot forward slash man dash n dash the mirror, and you can talk live. Um, we're going to take our break in about about eight minutes. But I'm going to ask Pastor one more question, I know, and I want him to, you know, give us some information on that. But if you have a question for um, Pastor Watkins, press the number one on your phone, and you will be put in our queue. But Pastor, you know, out of curiosity, what do you think? Do you think David was actually slow walked by the devil, you know, in his, because David has a story. And if people really read the story of David, I think, he, to me, he was slow walk and just tried to get out of it, but just couldn't. David
1: was definitely slow walk. Um, if you look at the scriptures, the Bible says that it was a time when kings normally go to war. So let me tell you what the situation was. David had, you know, David had fought Goliath, but he did not realize that Goliath had four other brothers. And in the fact, when he had started fighting those four other brothers, David, in one of the fights, actually got injured. And because he got injured, he, um, his men told him that you are the light of Israel. And if the light goes out, then, you know, how shall we fight the darkness? So he decided that at the time when they go to war that he was going to stay back. Number one, he's dealing with an old enemy. Number two, he's now dealing with a physical attack on his body. His body is injured And at number three At a time when he was supposed to be doing something else When he's supposed to be doing something constructive He's now at a place Where his body is ready to, to act But there's no action for him to move He's restless And at that point He goes and takes a walk on his roof And at the moment That he takes a walk on his roof He sees this woman And his natural reaction Took over So David was definitely slow-walked, and the thing about it is when you look at his life, you can see how he was slow-walked, but you can also see at the moment when he made that step and made that fall. We all see that moment in people's lives. How many of us can name a public person, a public persona that has made a mistake, that has um, done something to damage their credibility, to damage their testimony, to damage... Everything that they have built, and they threw it all. But get this now: for thirty seconds of stupidity, for making ah, one mistake. Yeah, I knew that
0: was coming. That Say it again. I, that was part of the conference too.
1: Yeah, for that thirty seconds of stupidity, for that moment where you give into your pride, you give into the thing that comes natural, and you fall for that mistake. And once you fall for that mistake, and you're exposed, it's that thirty seconds of stupidity. That tears up everything You know you can look at them all If you look at um, popular football players You look at um, 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 Chad Johnson Is a perfect example Because he said he threw away his whole football career For 30 seconds of stupidity Because he got angry And headbutted his wife Mm -hmm. And all because of that He messed up his football career He messed up any uh, chance That he had in a television career Everything that was going great for him all went away, and now he's playing football not for the money anymore but for the love of the game, all because of 30 seconds of
0: stupidity. Mm, mm, mm. Yep. Yeah. Wow. And, and this is the funny part. I just want to back up one more time. funny part about David is after he had his, you know, after he done slept with Bathsheba, then he's going to try to, co- you know, cover it up. And then he, you know, he was slow walking himself again, didn't even know it. You know, he's been trying to make people, don't, if you read the whole story, he was trying to get Uriah to go sleep with his wife after he came back from the war. But being Uriah was the man, being a, you know, head of the army, he said, no, he couldn't do that. Because, you know, I can't do that when there's a war going on where David should have been as well since he's the king and our leader. But, you know, he was back there in the palace. And even though you know he tried, David tried to, and Uriah wouldn't. So the only thing that came to David's mind was to tell them to put him in the front, which was easy for Uriah to get killed. So you know, step by step, it was a step by step process. But he didn't see it coming, and he didn't until it was you know shown to him by the prophet. Exactly. What do you think about that? What do you think about that pastor
1: there go, there's going to come a time where uh, the enemy is going to show you himself and, and once you show and then God is going to show it to you as well um, Jesus told paul he told Peter he said you're going to deny me and he said before the cock crows three times you're going to deny me three he said because before the cock crows you're going to deny me three times. there comes a point when you're exposed that you now have an opportunity Either say I am the man Or you try and cover it up Now David mm-hmm. tried to cover He tried to cover it up But there came a point To him when that when the prophet came to him And, and described The situation of the ewe lamb That was trying mm-hmm. to be sacrificed. He said okay I am the man I made the mistake I messed up Now it's time for me to repent the thing that was that made David a man after god's own heart is not the fact that he had that he had issues, but when presented with his, with his issues, he took responsibility and owned up to them and repented for them. This is the 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 the, the nexus or the the essential thing for being a man or a woman of God is that we own up and take responsibility for our actions, and then once we understand who we are we now understand what we're capable of doing and pride no longer enters into the picture. What do you think, sir?
0: Amen. You you're 100% correct. You are 100% correct. You know, once we come to that point where we know where we made a mistake or where we sinned and then we repent, cuz God is calling us to repentance, then um then we can move on from there and sin no more. Now, mind you, you know, David, you know, people don't realize David was a murderer because a lot of, if you read your word, he was a murderer and adulterer, but he still was a man after God's own heart. He still was a man after God's own heart. So we can't, you know, we can't count people out that make, you know, that fall out of grace Not because mercy, mercy is always going to be there. And as Jesus said, thou hast not sinned, so the first stone. Um, we are now at our half-hour mark. You're um, listening live with The Man in the Mirror, which are hosts, uh, Montgomery and co-host Nichelle Johnson. We're going to have a couple of notes from our supporters. Music Instruction for All Learners, Inc., where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons and instrumental lessons, please contact us, us at 888-501-8650, extension 778, to set up an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.mifalinc.org or Um We're also running a fundraiser right now. We're raising, we're raising $400 to pay for the fee for our nonprofit status. We just received our first donation of $25 um, last week. So we're reaching out to this audience. You can donate at www.gofundme.com forward slash M-I-F-A-L-I-N-C. Um, We're taking donations from the rank of $5 to $100 if possible. Thank you. Another sponsor is Kirby Balls Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project, and their website is www.curvyboss.com. And, Michelle, do you have any more information for Curvy Boss?
2: Just letting the listeners know that uh, we are currently gearing up to do the Curvy Boss Full Figure Women's Calendar, and we also are gearing up for the mentorship program. Uh, We're going to be at a couple of events coming up this month, uh, just promoting uh, the mentorship program for our young ladies. And uh, we're just excited about what's going on with Curvy Boss. You can still uh, donate to Curvy Boss on GoFundMe. Uh, just look up Curvy Boss Project.
0: Excellent. We're about to take a break. It'll be a few minutes, and then we'll be back on with our live interview with um, Pastor Larry Watkins. I see a couple people in our studio if you guys, are, if you guys want to talk. To our um, pastor, have any questions, you know, we, we love questions on this show. We love questions. We, not, we may not be able to answer them, but we do love the questions. Um, we'll try our best. Um, just press the number one on your phone, and when we come back, we'll be looking for, to hear some more from another man of stature, Pastor Larry Watkins. Larry Watkins from Salt and Light Ministry, and we are talking tonight, and he's breaking it down to us chapter by chapter of um, being slow walked by the devil. I met Pastor um, sometimes last year as a man of conference, and when he came up with this, I said, okay, I, I had to understand what was going on. But what did he mean by being slow walked by the devil so if you didn't get a chance to hear all of it i i, I would say check it check it out on our um on demand and listen to it because you're going you don't want to miss this one because many of us have been there I was there um David was there so um again you can call in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one or log into our um chat room at www.logtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and dash the mirror and find the show and listen to it there because you're not going to miss this um, again a pastor I thank you for coming on and we just want to continue this if you guys you know have any questions for our guest tonight please press number one on your phone and I'm sure he'll be glad to answer any and all Questions well let's continue This because you went on With um, you told us about Being a slow walk by the devil then you went To um, 30 seconds Of stupidity which you know Many of us have been down that Road man slash and woman Because I don't want the women to think that it's always A man thing because um, <laughs> What you think Michelle? <laughs> what do you think Michelle? show uh, is I, just a man thing
2: <laughs> This is definitely uh not uh any respective person. We we all go through this as men and women of God, you know, we we essentially there's a there's the target on our back, you know. If we were doing worried about the things of the world and, and doing all the bad things that we could do, you know, the the devil would know we're already his and there's no real need to Bother, you know, was coming at us, but we trying to live as men and women of God, trying to keep God's word and His commandments and obey Him. Then we we end up with a target on our back, and you know that is in the word too. Um, we just have to remember that we have to accept all of the word. And so, in the word, it does tell us that, that we will suffer as Christ suffered. But then, in the end, we're going to get blessed, and we're going to be heirs and joint heirs. So, you know, it, it is, it comes with the territory.
0: Amen, amen. amen. Any comments, Pastor?
1: I, I agree wholeheartedly with what she's saying. We we have to, again, like she said, we realize that we, are, we have a target on our back. Um, The Bible says that our enemy is like a roaring lion uh, walking about to see who he may devour. Mm -hmm. He's not a roaring lion, but he's like a roaring lion, meaning that he's now using deception. He's not that. He's using deception to make you think he's one thing when he's another. And and he's trying to see who can make stumble. He's trying to see who he can make fall. John 10.10 says the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. And that means that the devil is coming to steal your testimony. He's coming to destroy your integrity, and he's coming to kill um, your destiny. And he's doing Mm -hmm. it by making sure that you are useless. And I want you to hear this statement, and, and I'll explain what I mean. Sin makes a coward out of all of us. What do I mean by that? is that the thing that I mess up in is not the thing that I'm going to speak against. If I'm having trouble with adultery, if I'm having trouble with pornography, if I'm having trouble with women, if I am messing up in that area, then I am going to be hesitant to speak up and correct people in that area because I know that that word could possibly be turned back on me. And I'm not going to have myself look bad in front of everybody. So we become, as Paul said, a castaway of the own, of the of the same gospel that we preach, because we allow the sin, we allow the slow walking of the devil, the stealing, the killing, and destroying, to tear us up to the point where we can no longer say anything. You would not go to a, a Pylexico Burris to talk about gun safety. You're not going to go to Michael Vick to talk about how to take care of your dog. You're not
2: going to go to somebody. <laughs> to <sit the> park.
1: <laughs> So, because uh, they in that area, yeah, and they messed up right. their testimony. But the reality of the situation is, they're the best ones to talk to because they've gone through it and come out of it. What do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, you are correct. Go ahead, Michelle. No, that that just the Michael Vick thing It's just so crazy, but. But yeah, I, I completely understand and definitely, yes, agree with that because we do, we, that that muzzles us, sin muzzles us, and uh, if I'm saying the word right, but we, it's like a muzzle over our mouth because we're trying to be quiet so nobody notices, you know, all the wrong that's going on in our life, and uh that makes the the body of Christ, the whole body of Christ become ineffective because you know we learn how you know we're all a part of the body, and when you know parts of the body are not functioning and their purpose it it's rendering the body uh handicapped disabled, it's not performing as it's supposed to. So, yeah, that's, you know, I think we just spend a lot of time underestimating, you know, what our role is in the body of Christ and what our role is in this world and the effect that we can have. Uh, I like something that uh, my pastor has said before. I always love that, and I repeat it and use it a lot. Uh, He was saying that we bring the flavor to the room. We change the atmosphere. Yeah. Wherever we, wherever our feet trod, that's what we should be doing is changing the atmosphere and, and um, you know, causing things to move towards God and not the other way around wherever we go. So once we are muzzled and we're ineffective, and as um, Pastor Watkins said, we, we're useless then that whole ministry that we're supposed to put out is lacking, so it's it, we really just underestimate that, and and because of that, you know, we really do a disservice to God, to the body of Christ.
0: Amen. Um, and that, And I just wanted to realize that that when when you have a destiny. And this is this this was the fine thing to me. I like the story of Job because, you know, in the beginning we all know the story of Job, you know. The devil was going to and fro and walking and God came to him and asked him, Where were you? Well God knows everything, so he know where he was, so but so he was just saying, um I was walking to and fro here and there and just out of nowhere God said, Have you considered my servant Job. Now, I, I laugh at that sometimes I'm kind of like, okay, okay, God, you know, why did you say that? If I were Job, I would have, like, I would have, okay, why me? But, you know, sometimes God allows these things to happen to us. He knows how we're, he knows the end outcome of what's going to happen. But for us to be a testimony, we have to go through. You know, I will say that again, for us to be a testimony, we have to go through the test. So other people, as he said, as Pastor said, will see. Okay, he's been through it; he'll understand. You know, because unless you've been through something, you wouldn't you wouldn't know how to help other people. What do you think, Pastor? I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, Jesus told Peter, he said the, the
1: devil the devil decides to have you. He has asked me if he can sift you as wheat. And he said, this is the thing. He said, I prayed for you. He said, but when you return, strengthen your brother. Jesus mm-hmm. said, the, ask me for you. I've prayed for you, but when you return, strengthen your brother. Meaning that even though the devil asks for us, even though God can pray for us, when he puts us out there, there's always the possibility of us falling. And when we fall, we have to remember that a good man falls seven times, and that, that means that he does, that doesn't mean that he has the number seven. Seven is the number of perfection. That means he can utterly fall, he can completely fall, he can completely mess up, but he gets back up again. Its definitely that three people fall, and that when he comes back, when you come back from a fall, when you recover. When you come back from that situation, you're not able to look at people and understand how where they are in the midst of the situation and tell them that they're not going through, they're coming out. Because your perspective has changed, you can change their perspective. And even though the Amen. enemy yeah, for, good, for ba- God makes sure that all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. The thing that the enemy thought was going to trip me up is the thing that empowers me the most.
2: Yes, I, and I, I love the um, the natural course this conversation just followed because when we left uh, the first half of the show, my thought was, you know, we were talking about all of this and it was a really good conversation and we were bringing out, you know, you were bringing out a lot of good points, but my mind was, my mind was already thinking ahead to the but, and so you were just bringing out what the but is. But even though these things may happen, you know there's a but, there's a turnaround in that situation, and I think that is is just super important to to bring out that the situation is not over. Things happen, but that that's not where it ends. That the real glory comes to God from what happens after you go through, after you're tried and tested. So, I I really wanted you to speak more on that. Like, what, you know, for our listening audience, what would you say to them in reference to what is the, what is the, I'm trying to choose the right word. But what is what is the end game? What is the purpose when all of this comes out? Because you know you're going to be tested, you're going to be tried. You may fall. We will fall because the words of all have sinned and fall short. So we will. We will, and God knows that at times that that's going to happen. But what is it that we are? We should be already looking forward to when these things are happening. And I know you started talking, but I, I really would like for you to, to get into that because I don't I don't think people consider that enough.
1: The thing that we need to understand is that um if somebody else talks about my situation, it's gossip. It's news. Mm-hmm. I talk about my situation, it's a testimony. And mm. the Bible says That we overcome by the blood of the lamb And the word of our testimony It's the ability To to have gone through it And come out It lets you know a couple of different things Number one It lets you know the enemy wasn't as strong as he thought he was Because I'm still standing Number two It lets you know that you were stronger Than you thought you were Because you thought it was going to kill you And number three his tactics are not as bad as they think they were because they didn't take me out. So it lets us know that we can overcome, that we are, as the Bible says, more than conquerors. Um, it mm. says that that, um, that God has given us the victory. You know, you talked about the but, and that but is a great word. I like that word. Um, it's a conjunction. And we all remember um, a Schoolhouse
0: Rock conjunction, <laughs> was, <you know? laughs> Yeah. I'm not that it's old, but conjun- go ahead.
1: <laughs> and, 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 and what that means is that There was a statement before this The but says but I'm about to change Everything that just was said So when mm, he says okay, I this. And then the scripture says But thanks be to God That giveth us, us the victory Through Jesus Christ You yeah. know what The devil walked me and I failed. But thanks be to God That giveth me the victory Through Jesus Christ you know what? The devil slow walked me and I committed adultery. But thanks be yeah. to God us the victory through Jesus Christ. We are overcomers. Even yeah. though we may fall, we get back up again. And if I tell it, it's my testimony. If I tell Amen. it, maybe I can help somebody else from going through it. If I tell it, maybe I can help that brother that's about to fall or that sister that's about to mess up. And keep them from having this thirty. There's thirty seconds of stupidity, and then mm-hmm. we are stronger because of my testimony. Even though it was hard when I was going through it, it can help somebody else to
2: overcome. Yes, <laughs> I feel I feel like um, getting up and doing little shot over here. But yes, yes, yes. That that is that is what I was talking about. That, but that is that's just awesome. God
0: is, is good. Yes, he well, is. Pastor, you starting something up here on air tonight. You got everybody <laughs> shouting out, up, up in this up in this church up here, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we're winding down our basically last almost seven minutes of the show. You're listening live with the, with Man in the Mary with your host, Montgomery, and co-host, Nichelle Johnson. And we are listening live with Pastor Larry Watkins, of fault and Light uh ministries and he's been really um impressing us tonight. He's been really enlightening us tonight. He's he's actually been really filling up our spirit this evening, just giving us, you know, say, you know what, we all fall down but we get up. And that's the thing that people real don't realize. Satan wants you to I wrote a chapter in my book, Rediscovering Kai Hen Hen called the Mud. People want you know, some people want to wallow in the mud. People want some people want to fall down and they look at they want that little sympathy, have want you have a little pity party. But God wants us to get up. He doesn't want us to sit in the mud and, you know, you know, he wants us to get up ourselves off, stand tall, be men of, be men of stature. You know, be women of stature. He wants us to stand tall and be there for him. He doesn't want us to sit there and watch people go by and want people to, you know, help us up or feel sorry for us. No, that is not what God wants us to do. When we fall, as Pastor said, he wants us to get up. He said, righteous man falls seven times, but he gets up. You know, he's not just going to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to lay here, wallow in it have you know have sympathy yeah you'd be depressed for a minute but once that um, passes then he wants us to get up get right so we can be there for other people so when they fall they will say well how did you get through how did you understand what did you do then you will be able to help them in their situation or if you can't help them in this situation, you say, you know what, I know someone has been through that, I can actually get them to help you. Because the word says we are, here, we are all here, laborers one unto another. Okay, Pastor, you have any closing thoughts as we're winding down? I want to give this one scripture, and this is the scripture
1: that, that helped me to understand, um, to that brought this all together for me. Um, in First Peter 5 and 8 And this is from the Message Bible It says keep a cool head Stay alert The devil is poised to pounce And would like nothing better Than to catch you napping Keep your guard up We have to remember to keep our guard up And how do we do that? By staying in our word Because the Bible tells us All the tactics of the enemy here He's coming to kill, steal, and destroy 1 um, John mm-hmm. 2 Said that he has the lust of the flesh The lust of the eye and the pride of life These are the three tools that he has He tells us how he's coming He tells us what the Bible tells us What it's going to do and if we just Stay in the word God will show Us ourselves and then We have to make sure that we pray it up And have that devotional quiet time With the Lord um, um, Isaiah in the sixth chapter says I was with the Lord and he said um, In the year the king of Zion died I was with the Lord And he said, as he saw God, he saw himself, because he said, woe is me, I am undone. That word undone means unraveled. He saw himself for who he was because he was in the presence of God. And because he saw himself, then God was able to change him, and he became the mouthpiece for the Lord God. These are the things that we have to understand. We have to know ourselves, we have to know our enemy, and we have to know our God. If we know those three things, if we know ourselves, then we know what we're susceptible to. If we know our enemy, we know what his tactics are. But if we know our God, then we know that we are overcomers and that we can come through anything with
0: the help of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, sir. Thank Amen. you, man. Amen. Any any closing remarks, Michelle?
2: Oh, just wanted to say thank you so much for for just the conversation tonight, the word of God that you imparted on us, because all that you were saying up is in the word. And and we just thank you for bringing those things back to our remembrance. And and I was just myself personally really blessed by the conversation tonight. So I'm sure our listening uh, audience was blessed. Actually, we were getting comments about the conversation and, and people enjoying it. Uh, while we were on air, so I know our listening audience is enjoying the conversation tonight. We just thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and um, just for being on the show tonight.
1: Thank you. I'm honored to be here. I thank you so much for allowing me to be here. It's been my pleasure. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to to be a blessing to somebody, but it's not about anything about me. It's about the the spirit of God that dwells in mm-hmm. me. I'm not able to do anything of in and of myself. It's all through God, and and mm-hmm. as I, I I'm just here to be able to be a blessing to somebody. Thank you so much.
0: Okay, thank you, uh, and Pastor, just stay on for one second because you know when I'm done, I'm actually have you close us out in prayer tonight, since we had such a fantastic. Um, conversation tonight I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening in And you know Listening in for our guest tonight Pastor Watkins has a Heart for men and his shows As always Pastor Watkins Is now a part of um, our Man and the mayor family If you have any more questions or The, inf- the information will be In our event page I'm mean, going go to my website At www.hezekiahmontgomery.com. And, you know, more information Will be there And, guys, you have been great You have shown your love You've been listening You have been supporting uh, we just thank you From um, the man and the of family um, Pastor Watkins, what I'm going to do I'm going to do something different tonight I'm going to let you close this out in prayer Father, in the name of Jesus We thank you, Lord God
1: For all of you that you have said tonight We thank you that you've allowed us to tabernacle here and to sit in the midst of your presence, Father. We pray now, Lord God, that you would open our minds, Lord God, that you would put us in tune with your spirit, Lord God, that we may see the tactics of the enemy as they come, Lord God. For that area, Lord God, where we are weak, we ask, Lord God, that you would show us ourselves, Lord God, that we may see ourselves for who we are. And then we pray, Lord God, that you would bind every instance of pride in our lives, so that we are not slow walked Into making that mistake Lord God We pray now Lord God For those that have been slow walked For those that have fallen Lord God For those that have made that mistake We pray now Lord God That you would give them the strength to get up And that their testimony would ring true Lord God To show that you are the God of the overcomer We thank Amen. you Lord God We name and we give you all the glory In Jesus name we pray Amen
2: Amen
0: Amen And as always, we'll see you at the Mirror.